Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? Ba -da -ba -da -ba. You are listening to Is It, is it, it for, for Real? real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Philip. I'm Katie. And Brigitte. <laughs> and bonjour. bonjour. Uh, and this one is, for better or worse, my pick. And That's we right. did uh, that 80s summer classic, because it's summertime right now, One Crazy one Summer. Crazy one Crazy Summer. summer. Not yeah. to be confused yeah. with Wet Hot American Summer. American Summer. No. Which I confused. Nor Indian Summer. I've seen that one too. I, yeah. I, don't I, I watched that a lot as a kid, which is mm. weird, but yeah. Yeah. I watched, yeah. This is your pick. It is. Uh, so uh, we'd love to hear about why you chose it. <laughs> And yeah. uh, why? Yeah. What? Do you best why? summarize this movie in 30 seconds or less? Good luck. <laughs> I, I could do that. So, yeah, I watched this when I was really young. I mean, it came out, what, 86? So yeah. I would have been like, I mean, I didn't see it in the theaters, but I saw it like, I'm sure, on TV and stuff. So when I was like six or seven, I'm sure this is when it was the bee's knees for me. And um, yeah, I, it was, I guess, my first indoctrination to slobs versus snobs. And oh, I just really yeah. sort of mm -hmm. felt for that. And it's these plucky guys that came together um, and gal, of course. Um, yeah, right. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll get into its uh, Bechdel qualifications later. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, these, and I'll, you know, go into the plot in a second. But yeah, just sort of like, got me of these underdogs and it was the first instance and they're having such crazy fun. And I mean, I, I also, and probably more so love Better Off Dead, which this is basically thought of as like a sequel, an official sequel to this one. Um, so plot is that uh -huh. this uh, unlucky love artist, uh, cartoonist, uh, decides to go to the beach with his friend who is the worst person in the world and just the most unreliable person. They meet up with a bunch of other ragtag groups of people, um, Bobette, Cat, Goldwaith, and uh, another repairman. And then, you know, they also get this drifter musician, uh, Demi Moore. And uh, they, of course, have to save the rec center, which in this case is some sort of apartment building that Demi Moore owns that's going right. to be turned into a, a lobster shack. And so in order to do that, they decide to win the rowing, sailing, motorboat regatta at the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they do it. And they, they win. And they're able to save the house. And John Cusack gets the girl. And yeah, that's, wow. that's basically That the is quite a summary, except for you left out about 400 characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I I There's Ack Ack. There oh. is um, the... Oh, what are they? The brothers, the something bro like the duck brothers or stock. Egg. Wait, egg stork. The egg brothers. Stork? I think it's yeah. stork. Yeah. Oh. Well, um, um, one other thing. Yeah. Well, Philip, we we also watched this movie because it was your birthday request. That's right. Um, That's true. And we. One thing I did like about this movie was the soundtrack. It had a lot of great um, music in it. How much did they spend on the, the soundtrack? <laughs> they had like three different Beach Boys songs. Yes. Like, those are like the most ex yeah. expensive things. Yeah. Speaking and, of that, Philip, we have a, a little um, birthday 
Yeah, we do. Speaking of how much did they spend on Beach Boy songs, which is zero. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Bridget, are you ready for our um, Zoom delayed tribute? Yeah, this is for Philip's birthday. Happy birthday, Philip. Well, it's not the kind of film that we pick off of Netflix to watch now. Ooh, watch now. Ooh, watch now. It's got a million characters and it's hard to follow the plot now. Ooh, plot now. Ooh, plot now. Spending so much time with Bobcat, you gotta give it all that you got now. Ooh, got now. Ooh, got. But we love Phil, 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 so we watch this movie for his birthday. Oh, we love Phil, 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 so we watch this movie for his birthday. Yay! I love it, I love it. It is a good soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> that song could be a lot longer. We'll, we'll, we'll fill out that we'll song. We'll flush it out. I know, after, after we get the highlights of what we yeah, truly exactly. love from the movie, we will we'll fill it out, so. Totally. Um, yeah, oh. and out of, out of respect for your birthday, not that we'll hold our tongue. We want to be... I don't know if I can do it now, Katie. I have so much to say. I'm so confused. No, I, I want you... All right to be respectful to me i want yeah. just no holds barred like, okay, so Philip, I, I have a question yeah did you understand this movie when you were a child did you were you like that all makes sense i mean it, it boils down to yeah. um ragtags against the typical 80s bad guy um i mean it I seems think, to me like you did, like slobs versus I, snobs. That's the yeah, I didn't, you just gave. I was like, whoa, yeah, yeah. this is an incredible film. That was <laughs> like a good I, synopsis. Like, yeah, I wish you would have told me of, beforehand. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's got the zaniness, like the cartoon yeah. piece, uh-huh. and then the, uh, the crazy uncle... Uh, so there's a lot of like side stories that it goes through. It does have um, a lot of side this stories. This story like, is a lot the like Roger little Rabbit. Sister. Oh yeah, the creepy little sibling. <laughs> um, Roger Rabbit meets Space Jam. You've got bunnies. You've got yeah. people deciding to go into a competition that they have no business for. Um, it's it's got humans interacting with cartoons. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Although I guess yeah, the humans yeah, and the yeah. cartoons don't really They're interact. not so interact. Um, my my first note on this movie is I'm just a bill. Um, oh, <laughs> I guess yeah, we should part. do our levels. I'll make myself. Sure. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I just had no idea this movie existed at all. And I actually didn't know Better Off Dead existed either. So I can't even. Oh, okay. I'm going to give myself um, uh you bastard rating because just because it's like a thing to say i i just had no this was not in my consciousness at all but when he is on when john cusack is on the boat and he's like you bastards it occurred to me like is that where south park gets like you killed kenny you bastards like there were things in this movie that i saw that i'm like that comes from so maybe again it's a very referential movie, yeah. I, I think. So, but it's like stuff pulls from it, but I think it's pulling from a lot of yes. tropes and stuff like that. But yeah, both things. I was surprised at how like relevant it's, um, and it was totally I, off my radar. I also have never heard of this movie in my life. I thought it was about <laughs> Hot American Summer. Um, I'm going to give myself a slap yourself in the back of the head rating because that's a reference that I knew very well as a child growing up, 
that if you made a weird face, it would get stuck like that if somebody hit you in the back of the head. And those children were terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love so... that they kept popping up. I know. Popping... Everybody... How did they get to that island? And like, Everybody's going to the they, they, they were disowned by their family and just sent to live as vagabonds. And so they haunted the fairy. Do we think yeah. how they did that? So two girls do this like crazy, pull your eyes down and pig nose face and then get slapped in the back and it stays like, do you think that's makeup to make it? No. Re- are they wearing fake eyelids? Like how yeah, is they, they? They hired some people to willingly get slapped in the back <laughs> while making those faces. So it was real. Yeah, that makes more sense. I think it was like some sort of like Ape? silicone or like it yeah. was off-putting. It was terrifying. Yes, it was. It was really upsetting. And then I was like, that, yeah. So, but anyway, other than that, and I knew, I know who Bobcat Goldthwait is and many of the actors in this movie, but I had no idea that this was a movie, that it was a classic. It's not, it's not the uh, Hoops McCain that I know from other films. Oh, oh, you mean John Cusack from other yeah. films? Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, he's a little, I mean, there's, I'm going to try to refrain from talking about uh, Better Off Dead because we'll eventually watch that one. Yeah, and yeah. there's this is such a sequel to it, having gone, like, watching this again. Because it's been a while, and I, I'll drift into my rating because of this. I mean, I watched it a ton when I was a kid, but it's mm-hmm. been, like, 15 years, oh, wow. 20 years since I've seen it. And, yeah, I had no idea if it was going to hold up um, <laughs> or be for real. And we'll find out at the end. Uh, oh. So I would say that my level is Godzilla riding a lobster because it's just the, the scenes that are really ingrained yeah. on me or just yep. everything with the regatta at the end, but also Bobcat Goldway, uh, all of his Godzilla stuff. And then the scene where the bad guy jumps into the pool of lobsters for some reason that like funny to me, but also scary because I was, I yeah. became afraid of things being in the deep end of pools. Like I thought there would be sharks in there. I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm not going to say we're soulmates. I won't go, but maybe we are. But I like knew that watching it. I was like, I, that go- Godzilla thing. You I was like, huh? Do you want me to leave? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, but I feel like in watching this, I mean, like, I think whenever somebody, whenever one of us picks a film from our past, you, you're trying to like watch it through the person's eyes a little bit. And I was like, when he was Godzilla, I was like, hmm. I know oh, yeah. why we're watching this movie. <laughs> like, it just felt like, I just, like, I, I think watching it as a kid, you know, it's like, oh, they yeah. have a big setup for it, too. You know, like, he has that miniature model homes, oh, yeah. and then he gets trapped, and it, I don't know. I, I totally That was a great scene. Yeah. One, one of my notes is, I think, early on, I have, like, Chekhov's shark, and then I, three more yeah. times, I have, like, Chekhov's thing, and it's eventually just Chekhov's everything. Yeah. And there's so much, like, set up. Yeah. And then you're you're oh. going to see this later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have a question, Philip. What's that movie called um, with with the bicycle race in it that you wanted us to watch? Oh, uh, Breaking Away. Breaking That's away. a great one. So I feel like there's a whole genre of movies that I missed slash didn't like. I'm sort of surprised growing up in a house with boys, like having brothers, because it's like this law, this lead up to some major event, mm-hmm. like uh, Space yeah, Jam, it. like the bicycle race in that movie, like this regatta. And to me, the event takes so long. Like the regatta was like hours <laughs> oh, long. Oh, really? I could have watched more That bicycle race, if, if you ever see that movie, Katie, that bicycle race is the longest piece <laughs> of movie I have yeah. ever seen. Jeff and I watched that movie because he loves uh... that movie. 
And that bicycle race, of course, lulled me to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but like watching people go around a circle <laughs> for that long. I mean, anyway, I've discovered I, this is a genre that I don't relate to. I relate to this genre very much, but I, yeah, I, I really it. like the ragtag team having to defeat the elites and yeah. um, the buildup. Like, I, I feel like that's why the whole show community is essentially this one like this, which yeah. I enjoy. Um, but yeah, I just I, yeah. watched an episode of Community before hopping on that. So okay, you guys, show me to leave. <laughs> Get <laughs> no, out of my brain! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, let's jump yeah. into it. So, of course, we have the, the slapping on the back face gag. Uh, I noticed that the girl had a Cabbage Patch doll, which I had yeah. uh, when I was a kid as Who, well. Whose who's eyelids? Oh, yeah. Whose eyelids also turn inside out? The Cabbage what, Patch doll. What's that? What was your Cabbage Patch kid's name? Uh, I renamed it. Uh, in his name was Kit, uh, the from the car from Knight Rider. Nice. Uh, yeah. um, my that's a good car name uh, and a good Cabbage Patch name. Mine uh, was <laughs> yeah. named Mavis Lee. She came with, and I kept yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I've never met anybody nice. named Mavis. And yeah, I'm- my sister had one. Hers was Dory Georgia. And she kept that name. Mine, so she had four, we each had four, actually. We got one every year for four years. And she had four girls and I had four boys. <laughs> and mine's name was Theodore Roosevelt, which I didn't keep because I it wasn't Theodore Roosevelt. I knew that. So I no. renamed him Spike. You're never going to be president. He was yeah. never going to be president. His name was Spike and then it went Spike, Kenny, Ray, and Gabe. And we used to rock climb out back on the tree. <laughs> and it, That's awesome. And it usually, you got my ballet game? Yeah, and it usually turned into a cliffhanger situation where it's like, yeah. Spike, no! Gabe, why? It was, Gabe yeah. is always forgetting to on ballet. He, I don't didn't, know. Yeah. he didn't lock his carabine. That is the cutest story I have ever heard in my whole freaking life. You and your Cabbage Patch boy gang. Yeah. Uh, my brother had a boy Cabbage Patch, and I can't remember. I had a preemie, yeah. too. I was really yes. sad. What uh, an yeah. effed up concept. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. But let me tell you why I like that. Pre- She's a baby. I know. Uh, I know what you mean. I've actually been to the, not to turn this into a Cabbage Patch podcast, but I've been to the Cabbage Patch Land or whatever it's called. I think it's down in in Georgia somewhere, I think. Xavier Uh, Roberts. Isn't that the guy? Isn't that all of them have that stamped on their butt? Tattooed on its butt. (laughs) Yeah. On their butts, yeah. Woo, they're like branded. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, back to the movie. Back back to it. Um, So, then of course. Right? Yeah. And someone gets, oh yeah, I had that there's just sight gags that the fact that someone gets just straight up murdered by a hat that was thrown up in the I air. Know. Uh, that was yeah. legit fear. We weren't allowed to do that in high school. Um, oh, really? We weren't allowed to throw our hats in the air because there was always this thing that you would lose an eye, like that sharp yeah. point. I guess so, you could. Yeah. I will say I was really surprised that they were high school. I thought they were in college. I like couldn't, and they're only like 20. I mean, it's not that far-fetched, but I think maybe just like I couldn't, I couldn't not see John Cusack as like a 40-year-old man and I couldn't, yeah. At your high school, did kids walk out of graduation and all get new? <laughs> I like that, that they and all walked down the row and they were all getting brand new cars. Probably, my, at my high school, they probably already had cars or something. <laughs> that's, that's the same thing, honestly, in Severna Park. It was like, everybody yeah. had a car when I was 16, so. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, that's fancy. And then somebody um, got a street fancy. cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. He, that, that hoops. 
Hoops, Hoops got a like a, a tractor. Yeah, that's what oh, it was. Oh, a tractor. Okay. There's okay. so many gags. Like the it tone. was so yeah, I, I forgot all the gags, honestly. The tone. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like Naked Gun meets Wet Hot American. I mean, maybe it is like just like Wet Hot American Summer, actually. But it's like, yeah, it's it's the tone is kind of everywhere. So um, then, yeah, Cusack decides, fuck it, I'm just going to go to Nantucket uh, with his friend. And he does George Calamari. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they, they go, they stop at a bathroom and then get accosted by a pink haired biker gang, which yeah, I, I don't know where they were going with that biker. I mean, it's a little bit Mad Maxi that like the leader of the original gang in Mad Max was this very much drama queen sort of like, I don't know, just very made up uh, yeah. in like wigs and stuff. So I don't know if that's know. what they were going with it just looked like he got a wig out of like party city and didn't quite fit it right to his head (laughs) yeah the costuming and stunts are kind of interesting but like my question is so then like demi moore is hiding money in the uh towel dispenser the paper towel dispenser and then what how does how is john cusack helping anything because he takes the money he throws it in the air. So now nobody has the money and they're still after them. So she, I think her plan was she was going to say she didn't have it and then go back and get it later. And then John right. Cusack decides to just steal all the money and throw it in the air. It was like, it, it just didn't make much sense. No, it did not. But we got the really great gag when the guy jumps oh well, we didn't have to talk about the car jumping on the ferry, but uh, when he oh comes God. out of the water with all those fish, like, perfectly in alive. Spi- in skewered hair. in his hair, I know. Like, live fish. Yeah. Uh, that jump from the, from five million feet away. <laughs> no. Can you imagine, no. can you imagine the chaos? Like, you're on a ferry, and it's, it's departed, and then you see a teenager in a car drive and like crash and it would just be insane that's kind of what that's like what set the tone of like oh like there will be no reality yeah i have a, it, I have a couple of questions one is okay. about cassandra's hair yeah what that's a oh, kind of dreaded kind of yeah she's not good hair and somebody referred to her hair later corn corn stalks corn stalks corn husks corn husks um, yeah so that's not good um and then my other question is like why do you think that Hoops McCann sees himself as a rhino in cartoon? Well, I don't he, know. It's kind of self-deprecating, right? Like he he doesn't seem to be super confident. He kind of sees himself as like a bit of a loner. And but a rhino is like powerful and could like. Oh, this one's kind of dumpy. I yeah, guess. that one. Like, why not be a hippo? Then I kept writing hippo. That was a Eeyore. Yeah, and then all I, mean, I could yes. think of was the movie The Ten also by oh, people yeah. in the state who did Wet Hot American Summer. But yeah. there was one that was a cartoon, and I think the main character voiced by, um, I'm looking at the same guy who does Archer and Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah, uh, H. Benjamin. Yeah, H. Benjamin. He, I think he's a rhino who, like, narcs on people or something like that. It could be based on this. The I want to say the animation was close to it, so. Oh, interesting. But yeah, and so... And then as they're, I guess, docking, we see Chekhov's shark, which actually ends up being a uh, rabid... Uh, giant rabid, giant dolphin, dolphin? with rabies. Dolphin, right? yeah, yeah, right. I completely missed what is going on with that. Like, what was it for? Why was it there? What's was going it, on? So it's hard in this movie because it sets up and then it plays out. It's hard not to bounce back and forth between like scenes and stuff. But like, was that dolphin real? Like, no. 
It was they, always someone, fake. They were filming a movie there, and it was supposedly it's just a spoof on how they filmed Jaws and Nantucket, and they had the mechanical shark yeah, that always messed and it, up. And, and it's that, a fake. that was this. Okay. Right. Got okay. it. Okay. That makes so sense. So I think there's a lot of sort of that, the next teen movie sort of spoofing in this movie. So it's like, oh, we're doing a spoof of them filming Jaws yeah. or Apocalypse Now or, you know. Okay. I got it. Then we met like 400 characters in a row and it was <laughs> yeah. so confusing. Um, uh, Bob, Bobcat Goldthwait twin. Yeah. Is now the time to talk about Bobcat Goldthwait? Yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, Okay. So I, I remembered him and I was having this conversation with Jeff that I put him in the same category as like that Sam Kinison and like yeah. these kind of like other comedians that make weird noises. But what is that? Yeah. He, like, he has what? a he has like a throat condition or it's like a he but actually I has he didn't always talk like that. I thought he now- doesn't. He's he sort of leaned into it for his act, his, yeah. for his stand for stand up. And I also think with time he's been able to wrangle it in. I, I think I actually don't know the details, but yeah, it's it's more that he can lean into it, but he he does have a specific condition. Yeah, he kinda sounds like, like Lenny Mo Phillips. Go ahead, sorry. What about all the like ticks and stuff? I mean, I was like wondering through the lens of twenty twenty if he if that caricature is like offensive, you know, to somebody who has uncontrollable things like that. I didn't and then same thing with the brother. I was like, I yeah, don't know. are they in a time capsule of the eighties where things like that I mean, obviously we've had other problematic characters in our movies we've watched. Sure. Um I mean, I think and I'm trying to look it up right now, I think because he sort of actually has that condition it's not as bad i mean and then yeah the his brother is supposed to be fairly dull i don't think they ever use his dullness for to make fun of him though yeah that's and what i'm trying to remember about. so it's like i don't think it's as bad i mean it's still like 80s um yeah, totally development challenge person but it I don't think they use that as like the punchline. They're definitely the heroes. Like they, you're rooting for them. Um, and yeah, I think you're right. Like if you watch like Bobcat stand up, he kind of goes in and out of that character. But he mm. does, like he can't, he's never talking like totally mm. normally. But I think he has gotten it under control after all. I've actually met him. Oh, wow. He was at the Maryland Film Festival. I yeah. 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 Um, and he, he didn't sound like that person when I like heard no. him speak. Uh, no, I met so. him at the Charles Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Me I too. There for that. Probably. And you had me volunteer one summer, so I'm sure it was the same summer. <laughs> but the, funnily enough, at the time, I was like kind of like working with John Wooders every once in a while to do this thing in the park that he didn't end up doing. But anyway, he was like presenting a film with Bobcat. So John Wooders introduced me to Bobcat. It was fun. Oh. Oh, Baltimore moment. Yeah. Yeah, and then Bobcat Goldthwait's had like a really successful directing career. Yeah, yeah. Like, directing, yeah. Acting, mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, he as a, as, a, as a performer, I have a hard time enjoying him, but he's just yeah. one of many characters. I had a hard time with him. I, yes, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> go ahead. My uh, next note have- is okay. Jeremy Piven, exclamation point. I know. Do we it's- think he's as big of an ass as he'd be? I cannot separate him from that character. I can't imagine he is because he just always plays that character. character. 
Uh, Has he ever had like a a nice role like PCU? <laughs> I love that movie, man. We're gonna yeah. watch that movie. Uh, yeah, I think we we might. He also was like the best friend on Ellen when Ellen had um, Ellen's like sitcom. He was Spence mm-hmm. and he was pretty cool. Right? Am I making? According to MeanStars.com, Jeremy Piven, which is a valued valued resource, um, Jeremy Piven's mean rating is very non-existent. Uh, he's nice reading is non-existent. He's okay. But that's with <laughs> one rating uh, from Jen and Juice uh, in February 2012. Um, she said that he hit on her at a restaurant in LA. Oh, right. So that's, that's the, f- if you ask Google if Jeremy Piven is nice, that's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that, that's it, you know. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Um, we also get to see Grandma from Sixteen Candles. Yes, I noticed. Uh, <laughs> Who plays the was, exact she, same Grandma? Yeah, she was pretty funny in the fact that I mean, it was one joke just done over and over again that she's charging them all. I like, like that. Why not? Why, like why should she be giving them stuff for free? I love when I, she drops the check at the re- at the dinner. That was. I thought that was funny. I. I thought she was really funny. I thought the uncle was very sad. I, I was like, so yikes. Sad. And they don't even, they don't even play it for humor almost. Like the tone, the mu- the music changes, like Joel Murray's face drops. It's like, whoa. Um, yeah. So he's just waiting to win the lottery. Uh, so yikes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's the sad. He's, See, that, he's been doing it for years. Yeah. Yeah, yes. It did remind me, though, I mean, I did spend a considerable amount of time as a child calling into the radio, yeah. just trying to win or do anything. And there was this AM station in, in Maryland that it, <laughs> we used to call into. It was like an oldie station. And we would always get on the radio, like, requesting songs. They're like, I want to hear doo-wop shabop for my mom. <laughs> and they'd always put it on. Because so it was fun. like, who else was calling AM radio? But I yeah. did, yeah, it was like very reminiscent of like sitting on hold on Mix 186.5. Yeah, you know, trying, to like, trying to get some tickets to the Meriwether Post Pavilion. Um, so at the army store, um, we meet another mm-hmm. character, Akak, who is a booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, Annie was very confused. She thought he was like Ron Howard's brother, Clint Howard, which they're kind of they have a very similar. Yeah, vibe. they've got a similar look to it. For but. sure. You guys seen Revenge of the Nerds? You know, I've never seen it. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. Uh, doesn't hold well is for real uh i mean it some of it does but i mean i i it has some stuff that's pretty close to rape in it um Mm, yeah okay okay. yeah i mean it's basically it's someone pretends to be someone else and has sex with someone without them knowing it yeah Uh, (laughs) yep that's what that is (laughs) yep that's Um, i've watched enough svu to know you'd be going to jail exactly um then we meet the lobster king right right so it's the (laughs) The typical blonde, yeah, Chinese bad guy, and then he, his asshole father as well. Yeah, and I also enjoy that trope. I always associate that trope with like yeah. the ski mountain. Like I love the underdog skiers that are trying to save the mountain from becoming. You know what movie you'd love? Ski, ski school. <laughs> no. Well, that one, but also Better Off Dead. Oh, is that is it ski? Yeah. Oh, I think like an hour-long skiing competition at the end. Great. That I, I'm praying that's what that is. Yes. I'll be in the lodge, you guys. A hundred times. Yeah. Chocolate. <laughs> I love it. Um, and they have 
problematic help working in their house. I saw that. I noted that. There's a lot of problematic costuming that's going on with black women in this movie. Like the, the, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's like a costume or that's actually happening, but these black women are dressed in like French maid outfits and it's terrible. The band? The later, the backup singers are all, oh, is it the same women? Yeah, but they have like pink. I don't know why I like. I never connected that they were the same women. I don't know if uh, I did either. They maybe they're they the are. exact same women. I don't know. They're yeah, licked they quite differently because they're just like all pink. I was um, more just flabbergasted that her band no kept expanding each time she performed. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. They made uniforms again. I think during that. You're scene. right. You know, I guess they are. I was. Yeah. I had those more as like diner. Like, why did everybody else get to wear fancy outfits and the maids it's still tough. have to dress like the maids during that's the? Funny. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's not great at all. Although, um, in, in some sense, he is, like, a colossal asshole. So, like, yeah. sure. Like, I Amazing guess that is probably so. going yeah. on in his house. But he is, he's such a weird villain because he has, like, a, not a mullet. He just, like, doesn't, he himself doesn't look that slick. Like, his son dad? looks, yeah. Yeah. His dad no, looks it's, kind of ratty. It's weird. I agree. Yeah, I agree. His dad looks like he owns Sunny Surplus. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Are you saying that because of the Army-Navy store that was in this? Oh, yeah. Pro- oh, yeah. I guess that dad. That dad would really own Sunny Surplus. I just mean, yeah, he's just kind of, like, slight yeah. and kind of ratty. He doesn't have the best haircut. I don't know. He yeah. doesn't come off as, like, some rich, like... I know. I agree. Uh, we haven't even talked about the fact that we were introduced earlier on to Hoops's two potential love interests. I mean, one of them being Demi Moore, obviously, and the other one being that older blonde Elizabeth woman. Banks. <laughs> she is basically the same character from What Happened American Summer, actually. Um, yeah, like the girlfriend. The, what, yeah. Ted, right. Teddy, right? Ted is Ted, Yeah, jerk. Teddy. Teddy's and I, I just looked it up. So the weird-looking dad, he was sort of one of the bad guys from Animal House. Okay. And so I I think they're sort of playing off of that a little bit. Villain cred. Yeah. Wait, is the is the is Joe Flaherty the guy who's in the Army Navy store Akak's dad? Yes. He's kind of a known actor. Yeah, he's like a SCTV guy. But Right. Oh that's yeah it's true. Yep. But okay, so and then he's just like a professional Boy Scout leader. Yeah, it's really, but, but like the military branch of the Boy Scouts, like, right. because what were, I mean, we're just everywhere, but like, what were they, what was he <laughs> blowing up on that beach? Like he, well, no, he was put landmines. No, no, no. See, he, he was going out there to collect shells. And so he was basically on Nantucket's uh, sort of munitions uh, testing ground. So basically- okay. Uh, Army bases have these places where they blow stuff up and shoot shells and stuff like that. Not usually on Nantucket. Is is that on Nantucket? No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, So he's out there to get like these spent shell casings, which they can then sell as paperweights for five bucks. Okay. Because Um, his father does own a store, right? An Army Navy surplus store, yes. Oh, yeah. I like didn't... Which, having having lived in a town with a military base, uh, a military base, which I only realize now, named after a Confederate general, we've got to think they'll be changing that soon. Hopefully. Because I like Wikipedia, because I never knew who, like... What is it? Jet... 
a Fort Benning. Uh, oh, yeah. And Fort so Benning. I was like, who is, I had no idea of who General did Benning was. Benning? I, I did. I thought <laughs> it was Annette Benning, which <laughs> I think, I guarantee that Annette Benning has like protested there because the School of America is, is at Fort Benning. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I know oh, yeah, like Robert great. Redford and all of them have like, Oh, out interesting. There also, anyways, oh, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say there's tons of Army Navy surplus stores. We'd go to them all the time and get. That's what I was going to say. Having grown up in a Navy house and in a, in a Navy town, Annapolis, yeah. uh, we went to the Army Navy store all the time. And I remember going there and like buying weird things. And like, I liked going to that store. Now yeah. I don't know so much, but back then I loved it fun. Camo and weird mm-hmm. like camping. Stuff. Yeah. It was like really parachute useful stuff cord. to go camping. Yeah. So much parachute cord. Yeah, totally. Yep. That's where Katie was stocking up for her cabbage patch adventures. I wish I used my father's old ties. Your dad's like, Katie, I have to go to work again. Tell Gabe to give me my tie back. You're like, Dad, you want to leave him out on the rock? Get a writer, never get his tie back. Um. Oh boy. Okay. So, uh, let's see. We find out that she owes three thousand dollars. Demi right back mortgage. And then, like, she's going, she's going to Nantucket to see her grandfather, who's been sick and he has money problems, and she's going to help him. She's going to work there. And then, like, the next scene, she's at his funeral, right? Yeah, which is does. super sad. So sad. Um, <laughs> health problems. Yeah, health problems. Um, I have a note that, like, Demi Moore just kind of seems like she's in a different film. Like, whenever yeah. they're with Demi Moore, it's like St. Elmo's fire tone. Right. Yeah, and then it's... they zoom back into wackadoodle land. <laughs> yeah, you know that because there's a lot of saxophone cueing and out. Yeah, totally. Um, and then uh, Hoops does the most romantic thing and illustrates her as a gorilla, which all women want to be drawn as. Yeah. And then he promises does... to go to her. Oh, no, show. he turns the rhino into a gorilla. I, it's my note. Yeah, oh, like, right, yeah. Yeah. Which actually, I will, I'll be interested in Jeff's opinion of this, our artistic uh, director or artistic contributor. But like, it is, I feel like it does speak to him being in high school and a um, like maturing artist or like a learning artist because he like draws the one thing he can draw and then he like tries to jam it into what she wants. So I was like, that's actually kind of a cool representation of that. But yeah. Yeah. Right. So she wants a gorilla. Um, And then like the choice to me is so clear, like go to Demi Moore's music show. Like why is he compelled to hang out with like this other girl who is clearly trying to get him killed or beat up. He's terrified of her boyfriend. He doesn't even seem interested in her. I don't get it. Yeah. I never got her motivation if she was trying to set him up or she just doesn't it just seems like she doesn't care she's like a nihilist she wants to yeah, burn it all down here's how i'll tell you i know she doesn't care about shit <laughs> she goes to get on a boat and she drops her clothes in the ocean yeah. <laughs> and yeah. doesn't care she's a psychopath she takes <laughs> off her clothes and she never takes them out she litters and doesn't care that she's wasting her clothing. What an interesting observation. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just gonna say, as someone who's sailed on small sailing boats, you can't 
fit like eight people on a sunfish like they're doing. Yeah, I know. Uh, exactly. We have room for one more. Like, no, you don't. You have room for three, <laughs> max. Four left. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, what a good observation, though, because it is psychopathic. Because like, if somebody just drops whatever in the ocean and litters, you're like, oh, what a jerk. But if it's their own clothing, you're <laughs> like, oh, it's to- what, how, I'm what done with a this layered. Now. Whew. Yeah. That's crazy. Now I That's want a version crazy. of this movie that focuses on her. Yeah, yeah I- she's probably just setting fires all over the place. <laughs> she probably murdered Demi Moore's grandfather. Yeah, oh, totally. That's um, so Cookie picks up hoops and they go to the drive-in. Cookie. That's her name, yeah. Cookie. And does Joel Murray, does he own, he works at the drive-in, right? That's like his job. I don't know. Wait, he also uncle? wants no. He's no, no, uh, Cusack's like best friend. Calamari. Oh, Calamari. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because he, he also. Just, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it just seems like he's always there. He's like, I'll see you at the drive-in tonight. Like it, you know. He's just always kind of there, and he has control over the projector. It seems. No, they set up a separate projector for that. Uh, right. Yeah. But I was, I was gonna say, I also think he wants to burn everything down as well because he. <laughs> He's a son of a bitch. Like, he just, he doesn't care what he screws up. No. no. Yeah, his motivations don't make a lot of sense. And the so, gag with him getting caught under that guy, that guy eating beans. <laughs> I, over I do and remember over that, again. yeah. Like, the second time, he wasn't even stuck. Just get up. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, at the drive-in, John Cusack suddenly has on, like, a safari hat and a bush in her car. Oh, yeah, that gag. Yeah, like, totally. It's funny right. because he's such a, like, straight, late, you know, there's nothing, like, where did he get that from? He didn't bring that with him. Like, come on. <laughs> well, he could have cut the bush off, but also, he doesn't have to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is his choice. Sense. His choice. He never, like, yeah. I guess he sh- she showed up at his house, but he still yeah, could have failed. And then they have that, like, conversation over the dinner table where it's like, well, you can do both. Like, what? Like I don't know if it's supposed to be playing on, like, she's really, like, a sex pot. Like, she's really beautiful. And so you have to, I don't, under, I don't understand it either. It's like he, he's, like, contractually obligated. It's weird. And later she yeah. eats, like, a giant bag of popcorn. <laughs> she pulls a Katie. Oh, I would like all that popcorn. I would popcorn. love all of that popcorn. But that's weird, too. I was like, what is this gag? Like, I guess he I just know. stole it. I do enjoy, um, I think I laughed out loud when they're, they're going to the drive-in, and she's driving, and they like splash that giant puddle oh, yeah. on the and John Cusack's like that was a friend of mine and she's like I don't think I'm pitching <laughs> it's like it was that was really funny because she's a that. psycho yeah yeah she is yeah um, I, my next note is just oh, yeah. people are just so mean everyone's just screaming at each other they're screaming at children they're they're like abusing dogs they're like pissed. oh god yeah screaming screaming like everything is just adults are yelling at children and like um the i want to call him cliff but is ted is just scream like everybody you know what i mean everybody's just ugh. yeah the, <laughs> I'm just like trying to look at my notes. So it's like BCG. That's what I was calling Bobcat Goldthwait. Who's trying on costumes is Godzilla. Oh, right, yeah. And then I wrote at the gas station, little girl rolls up window on ties, more characters. <laughs> and then I wrote now Demi Moore is singing, not her voice. Not true. I just, oh. I learned that is her voice. You ju- yeah. That's, that I is surprising. That it's is surprising. so much happening in this whole, like, they're just like cutting, cutting, cutting to different yeah. scenes. 
like cookie and the popcorn and then back to the army people doing survival training. Why, speaking of Godzilla and like breathing fire and stuff, I missed why he's smoking. Why is the costume smoking? Did something get dropped so, in there? Yeah, it's the grandfather, Teddy's grandfather threw a cigar in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd like just, to talk about that, Grandpa, because that is the uncle from, <laughs> from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh. Who also has a stogie. And I talked about this in one of the other podcasts. Oh, yeah, you're right. About me wanting to have a stogie when I was a kid and like mimicking that grandpa. <laughs> and there he was again doing the same thing. I thought you were mimicking baby Herman. But that, okay, that's when we're talking about it. Was oh. when baby Herman had the stogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandpa, yeah. The, <laughs> there he is again with the same a stogie. long tradition of wow. stoginess. Which makes um, fourth grade girls want to have a stogie. But that grandpa at stogies. the and is like walking around he you know he's right it's the same guy because he's using a wheelchair through the movie and then he's fine at the end right i don't get his motivations he's either he's a straight up psychopath too like everyone in this movie is insane yeah Uh, and can switch turn on a dime um um, (laughs) along with having a regatta competition they also have a sudden basketball competition where it looks like they shoot the light, the light. Right, <laughs> but it turns into a basketball. <laughs> it turns they into sh- a basketball? I was so confused. I was like, I don't understand any of them. They probably tried it the first time to do and it, it broke? with the act, and it broke. And they're just like, screw it, let's get a basketball. Who cares? Why did they even you- show that then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Katie, you know what we're talking about? No, I don't actually. They pull down the light fixture, which looks like a basketball. Like they're going to use that. Yeah. It's round and glass. And they're <laughs> going to use this to have a basketball competition. And then the it next was, scene is like them dribbling with a basketball. It was right after the movie theater date when uh, John Cusack ran away to the to Demi Moore's show. And that's when they get caught up by Teddy and his gang. And they have that basketball shoot off. Yeah. And because he had claimed to be a good basketball player, Demi Moore is like, oh, Oh, you want to beat him up? How about you have, he's an awesome athlete. Okay. Yeah. And then they have poor Ak Ak. Ak I do love that they use the human basket. It's just so mean. (laughs) Yeah. And like not a good judge of skill. Oh. He tries to get... Yeah, that was cute. I like Ak-Ak. Um, yeah, he, I like he that actor. Really He's cute. So I have a note that like when they're doing, when they're handing out flyers on the street for Cassandra, um, I think Joan Cusack is in it for like a second. Yeah, I think... I would not be surprised. He's like, yeah. I was like, what? Joan? And I, I was like waiting for her for the rest of the movie, but I didn't see her, but that's okay. Yeah, she, she's always in the same movie. Um, I like when they're... Um, I like how, what is his name? What's the brother's name? So it's Clay. Egg Stork and Clay Stork, yeah. I like the little bits with him, like when he's at the dinner table and he's like turned the mashed potatoes into uh, like a pyramid or, or no, like a, he's turned them into something and then he's made a pyramid with something else on the beach. He's got these like little precise things he's oh, doing on yeah, the side. Yeah. Like he, I forget what he turned into a pyramid. Maybe it was sand, but he has these like very detailed things. And at the, at the dining room table, everybody had weird things on their plates. Like Calamari had like six pot pies. And then like, he had like an intricate system he built. I don't know. The whole thing was yeah, strange. I didn't even notice that there's, 
there is just so much in this movie, I think. Uh, there was a little fun joke that I liked when they were sitting on the beach there that were, I forget who was reading the newspaper and he said, did you know folks die in alphabetical? I noted that too. That was funny. <laughs> and I think he was actually trying to be funny. It was kind of yeah. cool. He's like, come yeah. on, what's wrong? I have a note that like, I think they got, they must've had a stuntman that like loved doing backflips because <laughs> every time John Cusack exits a room, he does so by like getting hit in the face and going like ass over head like down a hill why they hired me because i can nail a backflip yeah i feel like like that's true true. um and so i don't it's hard to tell where we are right yeah okay so the campaign so they're out there for the campaign to get people to see cassandra right and then the next scene is the pool where teddy swims with the lobsters lobster pranking yeah yeah. I just I don't know why that one stuck with me as a kid. It really, and really it, did. Because it was it was, stuck it was their both, butt, probably funny. Yeah. It's on their butt. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, yeah. But also, but that could happen to me, you know. Yeah. Not that someone would use that there'd be random lobsters in a pool. But the why point- didn't he see the lobsters in his crystal clear yeah, pool? Also, why would they attack? It just wouldn't but also, or, like, what does that do? Because now he's gotten bit on the butt by the lobster. That would hurt. But, yeah, but then isn't the whole point to keep them, like, away from Cassandra's show? It's just, like, is it just revenge? I think it was it just literally prank? just a, a revenge oh, okay. prank. Okay. I also loved how he pulled Cookie into the pool. Yeah. Just, uh, so. Oh, yeah. He, the, no, they've got a weird no, relationship. No motion, whatever would have made him pull her in. Yeah. It's just, they definitely had it written in in the script. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, So are we at the regatta? No, there's so much more that happens before that. (laughs) First of all, we meet that banker again who had had an affected Asian accent earlier on in the movie. I don't know if he did. Oh, the guy with the neck brace? He did. In that first scene, he definitely did. That's the same guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because now he has a neck brace because the guy, the father, the guy like shook Choked him. And him. I don't know why. Choked yeah. him. Yeah. Right. Because I sort of had written and maybe I was wrong then. It's like, oh, good on them for having an Asian guy in there that doesn't have an accent. But and they didn't I even. Guess, they couldn't even handle it. Especially while sure. while doing a Godzilla scene. I yeah. Mean, I thought they had shown restraint, but I guess not. No, he did earlier, and then later he did not. Okay. I'm pretty certain. Um, and we went to the dog doctor, who is an actual dog. <laughs> oh my God, who's wheeling somebody? A dog is wheeling a nurse, a dog nurse, in a dog wheelchair. It's totally weird. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I, I wrote down mean guy kicks dog. I don't know. Was it? Oh God, or- yeah. So yeah. bad. So bad. The whole... Um, I'm going to switch out my bummer, so I'll talk about something else. But the whole dog abuse thing is nuts. Like, they're just making fun. Like, those two gas station attendants are just, like, want us to kill your dog? Yeah. Yeah. What? No, of course not. The dog just has a cone around its head. He's just healing from, like, he just had surgery. And a couple Band-Aids. And, like, Band-Aids that don't exist. Like, whatever. That's not a thing at all. But, like... (laughs) Did the 80s not know? Was that like new in the 80s, these cones? And then they were like, oh, let's just like put it on a dog and treat it like garbage I feel for it's an just, entire movie. I, I think just every 80s movie had a dog with a cone on its head. That was just like I know. a running Why joke. So mean? The 80s uh, were so mean. Anyway, all right. Okay, then they fix the boat that they're going to Yeah, <laughs> I liked that montage. 
Yeah. I like that. There's no way they would have fixed that boat. There's no way they would have fixed it, especially not in my estimation, like three hours is what they had to do that. It was crazy. I got so confused. I had to have my uh, movie mate explain to me why they were entering. What was the point? I was like, wait, why do they want to win a regatta? Like, what is the convoluted reasoning? I I just yes and did that. And I'm like, this makes sense, I guess. Until you realize that the plan is they'll win. And because Teddy desperately needs a, like, off the corner plastic trophy, he'll trade that for a house, like an entire million dollar property. And like when they did that, I was like, wait, that was the plan? (laughs) They should have just traded him anything else. Like what? Like, because he didn't win it. He would just have a plastic trophy saying he did. It's exactly let him win. Like why threaten, threaten you're going to beat him and then let him win. It was really weird. I didn't understand the plan. I didn't understand that at all. I was so confused. Um, and, and suddenly the payback from way earlier, when we learned that hoops didn't like the water comes but back. That's my question too. Is this like, I was expecting like a full on Kate, why she doesn't like <laughs> gremlins, why she doesn't like Christmas story. I thought it's his actually father, the exact same reason. It's because the same dad. His, yeah. his dad his died dad. in the chimney. <laughs> Stuck in a chimney <laughs> underwater. <Yeah. laughs> underwater right. chimney yeah. scuba diver. But we never learn why, right? No. He just says he doesn't. And then he does. Then he's fine. Then he's fine. And then is Demi Moore not on the boat? She was part of the crew. Was, was she not? Oh, no. He kisses her at the end. I think she literally wasn't on that boat so that he could run off and kill. Yeah. As I said, we, well, now is the perfect time to get into it of the whole Bechdel test. That oh, yeah. This one definitely didn't pass that. I mean, we had three three named characters. Um, we don't have the daughters, the, the sister. Yeah, she has a name. It's oh, like, does she? It's like squid or something. Yes. Yeah, oh, squid it is calamari. squid. Yeah. Squid, ca- squid calamari. Jeez. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, none of them talked to any of them about anything. No. Yeah. No. That girl then, reminded yeah. me. Did you guys see The Great Outdoors with like John Candy and yeah. Dan Aykroyd? I used to love that movie. But she kind of reminded Same. me of one of the girls in that. Like the oh, weird. There were two weird... like daughters. Yeah. That were like keep staring at me that way. Yeah. Yeah. That I want to totally see weird. the spinoff of this of Squid and Richie <laughs> from Teen Witch. Oh God! And like no. a weird grown-up creepy relationship. It's but Children of the Corn. Weird yeah. red face. Oh, they're just so weird. Yeah, totally. Okay, so uh, they have hatched this crazy plan, and um, yeah. Then there's a 15-hour regatta. Then I have a note. Well, it starts with um, Teddy cutting off Odie. Like, they have an Odie stuffed animal in the front. They cut off his tongue of the stuffed animal. And I have, like, the real loser is Jeremy Piven, who eats the tongue. To make a point, he eats a stuffed animal tongue, which, like, that'll mess up your week. What are you doing? (laughs) Like, he couldn't digest that. No way. I also think that's just a very 80s thing to just show offingly eat something of yours whether it's your pet goldfish or something it just so many yeah. movies had this i think revenge of the nerds have has Joke's it, I'm sure. on you man yeah. that is rough um and then yeah i have a question and phil i feel like I've, i i said this last night in watching this movie i was like phil's gonna know this um 
what are the rules of a regatta? Like you row Ow. and then sail and then you have to have the biggest motor you can find? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, it practically this would have made no sense. Uh, for, yeah, it just, it really wouldn't. First of all, it's impo- It's close to impossible to paddle a yeah, sailboat like that. that. insane. <laughs> yeah, that was and, not. And they weren't even trying to fake it. They were just sort of like whiffing at the water each time. Yeah, right. And yeah, I mean, hat having that much weight of the engine that they had would have slowed them so much down in the sailing portion. Yeah, it just, it makes no sense. There, in no world, in no island in, across the world do they have this type of race. It's not a thing. Is a sailing competition, because I know like rowing, like crew regattas, is a sailing competition also called a regatta? Yep, uh-huh. Okay, so that's accurate. Um, yeah, I was like, do you, cause Andy was like, why are they rowing? Like, what are they doing? They're rowing sailboats. And like, I don't know if there's a point where you have to start. I don't get it. No, yeah, it didn't. I wrote that. I was like, what? Oars? Why? <laughs> right. They would have just done a sailing race, but I think that would have been too boring. And then they needed a way to incorporate the car. Which, I mean, I as a kid, I loved that. When that, I, that gets I blown that. off, I was like, yes! Well, I'll say, I mistakenly... Um, only because it ruined it. Watch the trailer for this movie. Oh, so yeah. they have that in the trailer. So oh, I really? knew, yeah, yeah. I knew the car trailers was coming. Give away the whole movie. Yeah, totally. So you knew it was going to be his car in the trailer, but it is an interesting because I thought they were going to reveal that early. So then when they reveal that they have that like dinky little motor, I was like, they should have used the car. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh wait, I think it's a so it's that's a ruse. So that's kind of cool. I, I liked that. Uh, and then, of course, Hoops gets to use his skills or lack of skills at basketball to throw that little ball to the hoop after way to do that. The bad dad tried to murder them. Yeah. He yes. says the R word. Yep. I, I yeah. had that written down here. Yeah. Annie, Annie said that. It's like, oh, R word. And like, at this point, what, is el- what else is there to lose? I think. And then there's an Australian that gets. Oh, right. Gets. They. <laughs> What is he? He gets like hit in the face, right? Or I'm trying to think how he goes overboard. Right? Yeah, yeah. The bad guys do. Oh, I think no. What they do? They unhitch a winch or something like that, and basically, but yeah, the boom comes around and hits him in the face. They're cheating and they cause him to go over. They are basically could have murdered that guy. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to have like crossbows during regatta. No, that is pretty much a hundred percent of regattas make crossbows. Pretty much a hundred percent. And then I have a note. It's like it's so weird how they're like, "Is he okay? Okay, go." No, winning that plastic trophy to do this trade way more important than saving this poor unconscious or drowning Australian man. Calling the police. Anything. And like, is there no judges out there? It's obvious what these like effers are doing. They're anyway. It's like kind of crazy. Right. And then. Then the dad gets eaten by the rabid giant dolphin who's being driven by squid, which is the craziest <laughs> sentence I've ever said. But like, but see, is he? It dead? sounds like you were trying to say one of those sentences that has all the letters of the alphabet in yeah, it. Yeah, totally. The totally. quick fox. Squid would do. I mean, that's a cue right there. But like, is he dead? Does that dolphin? No. Okay. Is he it's drowning a, though? Is it water inside of it? No, it's it's uh basically Mechanical. a small story. Wow. Yeah. But she, he's got her. a snorkel. I yeah. She has a snorkel. How'd she get yeah, she and she just like shows up at the dock and then they like pull her out. Yeah. Like uh and then 
everything just thing the dog came back with all those babies i didn't understand the babies well. also have collars because they're treating that it. as if cones. it's like a breed <laughs> oh yeah to cones like cones. as if cones is the breed of the dog cones is the breed of the dog and he's been gone for seven hours Five minutes. it's crazy <laughs> and then it's cookie cute. and calamari it's end up together one crazy it, summer it is it doesn't yeah. make any sense whatsoever they didn't even it talk. does because they're both psychos That's in their own special is, way i guess Ugh. i was i had a note about ak ak and his father that like this is not a sustainable relationship like he kicks him out because he's not killer enough and like out of the house at like the age of 17 or something. And then he's like, welcomed back in. I'm just like, ooh, that, that ends dark. This is not going well for Akak. He's got, Akak has a whole journey to go on yeah. that we've not seen. That's not a good spinoff. Nope. That's this boy's life. It's a spinoff. Wow. Uh, then, All right. Yeah. I think. And then the radio station. Then the uncle finally wins and the radio station is being broadcast from where Arrested Development is filmed. And then they just grenade it. <laughs> Nantucket is apparently just a oh bunch of the desert. Nantucket is the desert. <laughs> it's the desert. It's like when they go in the Time Bandits to Greece. Oh yeah, right. The same desert. Greece I believe it is. I believe Egypt, it is. Yeah, totally. Quite a film, Philip. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll go through our HBDs and then get to if it's for real. All right. Um, shoot. Oh, I, I've gotten. Yeah. I I have one from okay. Nora L. Okay. Uh, basically, she was just very confused by this movie as well. But her one question is, how on earth did that girl turn into de- into today's Demi Moore? Um, she just thought they like looked so oh. differently. Like huh. even just fa- like I think it's just Demi Moore now, or e- even like during her heyday, is such an angular. She's more round, yeah, and she's yeah, she's like youthful, round. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was just she was pretty young. She was, she was really wondering young. if she had like any a bunch of plastic surgery, and I, I she know. has, I think, I'm pretty sure. Well, now, has. yeah, but mm-hmm. not, I don't think as a young person, but she probably just like slimmed, lost her baby fat, is my guess, but yeah, interesting. Um. Annie ICU during this movie have a lot of questions, but I don't really yeah. kind of answered them, I think. <laughs> what? Why? How? Yeah. You know what's crazy, though, is that I was trying to kind of look up some fun facts about this movie, and there weren't, it was like some trivia, but not a ton of right. fun facts, unfortunately. But I was reading, like, I think John Cusack and the illustrator, like, the director didn't get along or something. But this movie is referred to as, like, Better Off Dead at the Beach. And what I thought I was reading was that Better Off Dead got like worse reviews somehow. Like that that Better Off Dead didn't get great reviews so they kind of wanted to like redeem themselves. But it sounds like it was just a full on a sequel that didn't make, I don't That's know. What it seems to me, I mean, I think as you see, it's, it's very much one of these crazy comedies that usually don't, even like the greatest ones, like some of my favorite movies, you know, like What Had American Summer or uh, Hot Rod didn't yeah. get good reviews. But it's yeah, that's just, true. Or teen comedies much. are hard to review. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, I mean, once again, I'm going to make you guys probably in the winter time when it's like snow or skiing season watch Better Off Dead. I'm very excited about see it. See how it compares. But I heard it, it has. It's based on like a cartoonist. It has like a lot of the same cast, right? And like some of the same. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, Akax in that one. Yeah, yeah he's like was, the best friend. Yes, I was reading about that. Um, I guess I guess I was reading too is that Jeremy Piven and John Cusack were like roommates and like best friends in real life, right. and that Joel Murray, who's Bill Murray's brother, part of like the Murray clan. Um, poor man's Murray. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of poor man's Murray. Like he's got a lot. They're a whole. Yeah. Group. Um. I. Gotta say, he was not pulling it off in this. I've I've liked him in other stuff, but he wasn't pulling it off. I in agree. This yeah, he's yeah. It, it seems like he didn't know. Yeah, exactly. I do have to say that John line. Cusack is so cute. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's so cute. Me. He's like super eighties cute, and I like his. He's because I, I know him mo- most from Say Anything, where he's just so emo, and I like in this one that he's like like Eager wearing shorts and, and like. Yeah, having yeah. a better time, I guess. Oh, Wearing well, here's having a better time. <laughs> here was the fun fact is that I think alternate name in the movie. <laughs> I think Jeremy Piven originally maybe auditioned for the best friend George Calamari. Right. And I think Joel Murray was convinced they were going to give it to him because he was like best friends with John Cusack, and then they ended up switching it around. I think he does play a better jerk, although he probably would have played the yeah. I think but he would have. Would have you enjoyed having to do those fart chili scenes and stuff like that? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't know who. He's just so yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although he stole someone else's chair. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that about was, that too. That was their chair. He it just sort of rolled chair. up to it. And then it's like the stakes. I just kept on thinking of this movie. It's like so, there are so many characters and so many different motivations and issues and problems. And like, I don't know. I guess the overarching thing is the regatta and the lobster house and stuff and like the love story. But like, it's hard. It's hard to distill it down to that. And then, yeah. like, even even when Joel Mar- Joel Murray, that like recurring thing about like the CPR, like like the two paramedics are arguing, and like, yeah. just totally weird. And then you know, it just keeps. I think it's like the just like it felt like a. It was always like getting like the second beat of a herald or something, and like missing out on the third. But like Joel Murray is trapped under this man, buried in the sun or buried in the sand. It's like his lungs are collapsing, and his motivation seems to be like he just wants to eat some of the chicken that's falling. And the big bummer <laughs> is that he can't get his tongue on some of the falling chicken, which is you like the sandy falling chicken. Oh, kind of looks like that Gremlins chicken. Oh, so, it was it was yeah. it was so gross. It was so yeah. gross. Anyway. Okay. So HBDs. HBDs. What are we starting That's... with? Philip, you start. It's your birthday and it's your movie. What do you want? Okay. Uh, we'll start with the bad and then we'll go into the yeah, good. I think so it's a good idea. let's start with our bummers. Okay. okay. I have a I bummer. I think my. Oh, okay. What? Go ahead, Bridget. Well, I'm going to take your old bummer, um, which is dog abuse. Oh, yeah. Totally. I'm just like super bummed out yeah. by I'm I'm bummed out in general at that dog at the beginning because first of all he and that little girl are in the back seat of that car and nobody's wearing a seatbelt and that's not safe. That was the eighties. Um, that yeah. dog needs to be safer in that car too and the little. But um, why was he injured in the first place? Was he going to school? I was confused about that. Everybody was making fun of him and he didn't ask for that. So dog abuse is my bummer. Yeah. It just seemed kind of like a shot. Yeah. Pick on Um, someone else. So my, my bummer was that, but I, um, I also was legitimately bummed, like the way that Demi Moore was dressed, not that, not because she had an electric guitar, but like, I thought that when we were going to go to her open mic, it was going to sound, it was going to be more like Joan Jett. Like I was ready for like a solo artist art house vibe. And I was like legitimately bummed that it was more of like a Madonna. Who Who is the woman from Teen Witch? Sh- Shira? Oh. Robin Sparkles? Shara. Uh, Shara. Yes. Or something like that. Shara. Shana? Shasta? 
I, know I what was I mean, just listening to the podcast earlier. It's like Shanana. <laughs> but that, I was like, oh, yeah. God, this is just so 80s. I'm not a big 80s music fan. And I was, I was hoping for a little more of like a folk situation. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Um, my bummer is going to be that this movie wasn't twice as long. <laughs> it was no, a good life. Yeah. I'm, my bummer is going to be just that some of the jokes didn't hold up to my remembrance of it. You know, like the chili joke, like I now remember it and I'm sure I laughed at it back in the day. And yeah, yeah it's just, just, just not as funny. And yeah, I was going to say also like the paramedics of just, this is your job, you know, <laughs> don't argue about like having to kiss a man. This, this is your job. Like, save oh, the no. man. Oh, God. I didn't even realize that was twice. Yeah, I didn't even realize that was the it's joke. It's like a gay I just thought, panic sort of thing. Oh, no. well, I've got yeah. a new bummer. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's going to that. be my bummer. Yeah. Yeah, that's like so many gags. Just yeah. gag after gag. It's crazy. Uh, uh, so, dumbers? Dumbers. I think well, I, a lot to choose from. I feel bad saying it because we talked about him and we've met him. But Bobcat Goldthwait, I just like, the amount that he's in this film, I just couldn't handle it. Uh, so I didn't like, and I, I mean, but we've kind of already talked about this. Like, I didn't really like the portrayal of those brothers as just kind of being like, just like knuckleheads, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say on the other side of it, that when he was telling that story about the twin, like how there was a group of twins and there was one really little fat twin. Um, he always got made fun of. And then the guy at ACAC was like, was that fat twin? He was like, no, I made fun of him. He's like, I, sh- I shook him. He's like, why are you so fat? I beat the shit out of him. And like, I was like, that is so funny. <laughs> I really... I very much enjoyed, I was like, oh, like, I think he, I almost feel like he was like underutilized in a way because he is like a very talented comedian that has like a lot of interesting, funny stuff to say. And they just, that was like something that was really funny. And the rest of it was just him like falling over himself. So anyway, that's. Yeah, he's very funny when he has those like very specific tangents. Like I do like those things too. It's just all the noises and the ticks and the sounds. Sure. And you're like, what is that for? And again, if that was like how he really is, then that's fine, you know, but if he's doing it as an affect. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, dumber. Oh man. So many dumbs. Um, (laughs) Philip, do you have yours? Sure. I'm I'm just going to go back to the trajectory of that car going on to the ferry. That always like gets me in movies of just physics that don't work out and just like they were nowhere near being able to make it onto that thing. And to add onto that, I feel like that motorcycle has way better chance of making it physically and, and weight wise. So it just isn't, yeah, it's doubly wrong. Yeah. I think uh, my specific dumber moment, I'll just be specific is is when they pull the the gas pump out of the 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 floor <laughs> and then they pull the whole not just the not just the handle but like the whole big metal. oh right when they're and like was gas squirting everywhere and like how did that stay in the car so i'm splitting that also with demi moore's hair it's not good to have hair like that it, and then and then how they talk about it and then how they make fun of it and call it corn yeah. husks yeah yeah pretty racist or teeter racist yeah, probably racist yeah, yeah so yeah 
what are we hung about? I, I'll go first. Go uh, ahead. Mine yeah, I've got mine. is the deployment of the bird. Uh, there was a couple yeah. scenes in here where they just have some excellent uh, flicking people off. And that gets me every time. I love it. <laughs> I find it so funny. It's, it's just such a uh, salute of in your face, suck it. And yeah, it always gets me. Yeah, my opinion, not my opinion, but my feelings of watching this movie kind of turned around when they, when, like, honestly, when they probably started painting the boat. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yeah. all right, got it. And then, like, it was really satisfying to have them pass them. And then even the way that Ted's like, that's my car. Like, I don't know. He, go, he goes in and out of being a, like, juvenile, weird yeah. psychopath to being kind of like a reasonable guy. <laughs> it's weird. Um, Bridget, do you have your Hummer? Uh, yeah, my Hummer is, is the grandma. Um, I like her house and <laughs> yeah. I like how she charges people for things. She's the nicest character in the whole movie. So yeah, <laughs> my vote's for grandma. I'm pumped up I on like, her. I like nice. that actress too. Nice. My Hummer, which seems to be in contrast to Nora L. Well, maybe she wasn't saying this, but um, I think my Hummer is Demi Moore. And I, in contrast, maybe like I finally got it because I've never, I never like understood necessarily like Demi Moore as like a total it girl. But in this mm-hmm. movie, I was like, oh, okay, I like kind of get it. Like I was really intrigued by her so much so that I was disappointed that she didn't sing folk music. Um, and then I had like a specific laugh out loud Hummer, which actually combined Demi Moore with Bobcat, Bobcat, where when they like they take out the big wine bottle and then they reveal that it's like a tiny little like airplane yeah. wine bottle. And then she christens the boat and it just makes a hole in the boat. And then Bobcat's just like, <laughs> like he just like screams. And I loved it. I loved it. It was so funny. And so I do think that like when you put her in their world, I really liked that. That kind of worked. Where sure. it wasn't so absurdist lamp. You give like a straight man. Yeah, because John Cusack isn't, yeah. I think they try to do that with John Cusack, but he's also like, he's bringing, you know, bushes yeah, he and, was super and weird safari too. hats to things. Yeah. But she truly right. is. I, I really liked that. So anyway, that was my favorite. Right. Uh, should we talk about what we're wearing? What each other is oh, wearing? God, there's so many things you could do, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. uh, okay, so Katie, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, as you always say, safety first. Yep. And hence, I, I do enjoy that you're wearing one of those dog cones around yep. your neck, but also around your hands, feet, and you've got a tiny one on your nose. It's just yeah. you want to make sure there's no way you can scratch or gnaw anything. I commend you for it. And it's fashionable. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, okay, I'll talk about, I guess I'll talk about what Bridget's wearing. Um, Bridget is wearing a t-shirt that, to me, looks like you got it down the ocean, mm-hmm. down the oh. OC boardwalk, because it has... Airbrushed? Well, no, close. Oh. It has all of the cartoons. <laughs> it looks like it from 
has all the cartoons that we've seen from this movie, like all of those rabbits, you know, with like intense eyes and the rhino. And um, the thing is like, I can't tell exactly what it's saying, but I know it's really dirty and offensive. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to stand up. I don't want you to see. It. I don't think you should, but I know that it's taking beloved fluffy characters and somehow <laughs> making it super dirty and offensive. There's definitely a lot of them peeing on yep. like, nascar numbers or something. on on different brands of cars and yeah, yeah. chevy <laughs> philip well for your birthday i see you got the gift that katie and i sent you and i'm surprised yeah, you've been uh-huh. it the whole time because it's really hot inside that godzilla costume and also <laughs> like i want to note how weird and strange the zippers are on it just like the one that bobcat gold yeah. put on where he such just, a fake he it's a fake, fake zipper they were fake. There's no way there were zippers there. There was no zippers there, just like yours. Yep. Um, yeah. And I, on top, I see you added a trucker hat that says, um, let me just refer back to my notes. Or let me put my glasses on. Yes, it says, see you later. Oh, um, yeah. What was written on Same the as license my license plate. Yeah, exactly. Um, good outfit. Nice, nice. Good all around. So right. now I guess we decide, you know, is it for real? Uh, and I'll, I'll go last. <laughs> no, I'm going last. Um, you should go first. Uh, um, I want to hear what. Okay. I'll go. Go, Katie. I don't think that this movie is for real. But what I'll say is, like, the genre, like, the template that you so, Phil, eloquently laid out in the beginning, the template is very much for real. And part of why I don't think it's for real is I think there's just a lot of other movies that do it better and are probably just, like, less all over the place. I also don't question why you liked it as a kid. Like sometimes when we're rating these movies, it's like, I wish I watched this as a kid because like fun fact, um, Bill Murray also has this other brother whose name I don't even know, but he was in this movie called like Traffic School or something where they all had to like, they all got traffic violations and they formed this bond. And it's like the similar template that I have such fond memories of this movie that I remember watching it being like, this is the brother that I want. This is the talented one. And I'm sure it like rereads just like this, but I remember mm-hmm. like loving it. And so anyway, I'm jealous I didn't see it as a kid, but as an adult, I got to give it a yeah. for real. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, um, hold on. <laughs> Giant plane. Okay. So yeah, Philip, yeah, I'm going to base my rating of not for real specifically on the regatta alone. Okay. I'm just going to, I'll limit it to one thing, one long, dramatic, too long portion of the movie in which cannot use oars in a boat. How did they sew those sails? Would those sails yeah. occur? Who had not time to well, do it? Not well, not well. But the regatta was just a, a, a microcosm of the larger confusion I felt. There were definitely moments that I enjoyed. Um, I, but yeah, I'm going to have to say it's disappointed disappointed happy birthday uh yeah thank you no i i asked you to come at it for real (laughs) i i appreciate that um my opinion is that it also is not for real what did you you think i i I did another one like right when it finished uh i turned to nora i was like yeah that that wasn't for real uh Mm. i mean i still 
you know, had some points where I laughed out loud and enjoyed it, but it's just sort of all over the place and definitely like a sequel type movie where I I think they tried to go like bigger and badder than Better Off Dead. And I'll be very excited when we do that one to see if that one holds up. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, there was just not enough jokes that landed and it was sort of all over the place. Uh, Yeah, so it it just, I, I can't say I would recommend it. Other than just, I mean, it's got a lot to talk about. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, it's pretty long. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not for real. Uh, but I mean, I've, I've chosen all my movies that I, I've had no idea which way it was going to yeah. go. And yeah. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. So it's, it's exciting like it. to see. Yeah. I like, I like the movie choices and I like that they've all been so different. Oh, and, that, yeah, totally. and the coolest thing, other than getting to spend time with my friends, yeah. is that I am seeing a lot of movies that I haven't, you know, or probably never would. Yeah, and I'm pleasantly more surprised at them than I thought I would be, at least entertainment. So. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, um, is Better yeah. Off Dead why John Cusack was like cast as Hot Tub Time Machine? Was it like a throwback to, you know? Like, is that movie kind of set up as a... A little people? bit. I mean, I think there's a lot of those 80s reference in there. So yeah, it's it's definitely part of it. Interesting. But I think it was just all of his 80s movies. Not yeah, maybe so. Not one in particular. Yeah, anyway. I've never seen that either. Oh, it's- I like that. I like that one. Hot Tub Better Time Better Off Machine. Dead? Or wait, no, Hot Tub, hot tub oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen Better Off Dead. But no, Hot Tub Time Machine, I really, I did enjoy. I mean, I really, I mean, you had me at Ski Mountain. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there for a Ski Mountain movie, for sure. Uh, you know what, guys? Don't look back. That's don't, my advice. Don't look back. This is, it's, it's the Oh, right. Yeah, just... interesting you can kind of hear it but it's yeah. it's really surprisingly good i mean she's a good singer i want that's cool. I, I was hoping you could see those maids wearing their maid outfits i we can oh i can Thank yeah people still how did their band get bigger and bigger like well she had she had no one show up for their first show and then so she went out and hired like five of the people to join the band that's my dude yeah. dumper and it's so it's so misleading because she's walking around town like she's a solo artist. And I got to tell you, to travel from wherever they're coming from to Nantucket with that electric guitar, no case, anything. That is risque. <laughs> Especially if people lady. are trying to drive their motorcycles onto the ferry. That that yeah. guitar has seen better days. All right, y'all. Do we Thanks have a to... movie lined up for next time? Not yet. We We're going to have to go to okay. go to our well, audience. Hey, guys, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash is it for real? Facebook.com. Yeah. <laughs> facebook.com. That's what it's called, right? It is. You're right. You're right. Go Don't use Facebook an app. app. <laughs> yeah, be sure you're using it in your browser. Yeah. What if you're looking at it on a computer? It's true. That's true. Come on. That's true. But yeah. All right. Is it go for there? Real? Like, like our page. Yep. 
Yeah. Check out the cool illustrations by yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Stone. My favorite. They're amazing. And, um, it's a great job. It and uh, vote. Tell us. Write a comment. And tell us what you want to see. Please. Uh, we can review the movie. On an episode of Is It Free? Exactly. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Happy birthday! Uh, thank you. <laughs>